You know, once the website gets here, that means you know what that means. It's officially time to start the show. I see KJ's ready in the building. I hope you're ready for this next talk, that next talk. <laughs> As Metro's Mercury Grade approaches, I shall create the illest podcaster known to mankind. But, Master, what are you going to do? Howard Stern. Stephen A. Smith. Joel Rogan. Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Because he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money. You fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you my teeth. It's alive. He's walking, master. He's walking. My teeth. Sports. Is that time again? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, look, I see the orange and blue all over the place. Hope you guys are ready for this. Yo, let's bring that camera up and let's start this motherfucking show. Welcome back to another edition of the Marty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talent Martilla. Let me break it down for you. A.K.A. the Chocolate Boy Wonder. A.K.A. the Brooklyn Buzzsaw. A.K.A. the Mad Podcaster. A.K.A. the Tin Man. That's because my friends are fucked up and I have a bad heart. A.K.A. Tony Barito. A.K.A. Mr. Energy, especially on the day when the Knicks clinched fourth place in the playoffs. A.K.A. the Motor Mouth of the South. Listen to your boy. A.K.A. the One Take Wonder. A.K.A. Work Hard, Smoke Harder. Let's Go next, aka wow, wow, like a dungeon dragon. I spit that hot shit. You understand? Aka your favorite army vet, aka the army black knight, aka you better watch for these hooks because these punches is coming today. I had to give you all of them because every single person is gonna make sure they make an appearance today to give you that next talk, that next talk. You know, we're gonna stay with that next talk, that next talk. Hey, I see you guys on the gram. I gave you guys a I gave you guys a way to listen on Podbean. Come join Podbean. I want to hear you guys. I know you got the opportunity. If you got the gram, then you can get the Podbean. I can't read that shit, paparazzi. Seriously, I can't keep I keep can't keep zooming to read that shit. You have no clue how far that is away from where I'm sitting. 
Right? Like, I see that's you, and I can see that, but I can't read that shit. I can't read that shit. Let's get into the podcast. We got a big show left for you today. Listen, this is May 17th. They said we was going to have highs of 85, lows of 72. Current temperature right now is 81 degrees and partly cloudy. And boy, is that lineup, is that lineup, is that lineup ready? I don't even know why my connection's paused on YouTube. We're going to see what's going on with them boys over there. Listen, we got new champs in the UFC. We got the play-ins are set for the NBA. As I, as you can already see, that Knicks talk is gonna be live today, right? I got a couple more bets that I may tell I may tell you guys to go ahead and jump on. Apparently, Boston is tanking. Did I mention how that Knicks talk is gonna be live? We got some new WWE champs. We got some Hall of Fame talk, and oh yeah, that Knicks talk gonna be live. All that. <laughs> All that and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast today. But you already know what we say, guys. We're going to the tongue. Take that, take that, take that. I thought I fixed you. Take that, take that, take that. Maybe I didn't fix you. And regardless of the weather. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Are we going to talk about playoffs? Playoffs? Yes, playoffs. We're going to talk about playoffs today. Uh, I forgot I was drinking pink lemonade. I thought I was drinking mango juice. To be honest with you, that's a different flavor that I'm ready for. That's like I hope you're ready for this flavor today. We got the blue chew sponsor. We got the blue, the blue chew promo code coming up in just a little bit. But you already know we gonna stir this motherfucker up. Let's get this motherfucking talking. So you thought I was gonna forget to stir this shit up today? Oh, let's start. Talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Welcome to the podcast, Nat. Welcome to the podcast, Nat. I see KJ in here. I see somebody else in here. I ain't quite see their name. I'm hoping that's Paparazzi, who's the fourth member that's already in the podcast. There's what you go, Nat. Your seat is already reserved. If you're not ready to talk, go ahead and mute yourself, but you are already in the chat room. Listen, folks. Let's go ahead and get into the birthdays for today so that we can get directly into that next talk. Because you know we like to give our birthday shout-outs. We like to give a little bit of love to the people out there, so... Tough for you to check it, right? We only got two birthdays today, right? We had one on the 15th, and then we have one today. So let's get them both out of the way. Let's get them both out of the way, yeah. Because, yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it. Too late. Check it, check it. We said it's your birthday. Yeah, it's your birthday. Check it, check it. Ah, ah, check it, check it. First birthday goes out to Lourdes. Now I, I, I know your your last name ain't Castro anymore, and I know why you why you no longer have a why you no longer have the same last name as you do have because you had because you had a lovely husband that you married. I want to say rest in peace to him as well. We will never forget about about his precious life that was lost. But I want to say happy birthday to not Lourdes Castro, but that's what I grew up known as because I've known this girl since about the seventh grade. Right, like so. Say I've I've known her since I was about like what's that, twelve years old or some shit. So y'all, so b- first birthday shout out goes to Lourdes. Want to say, want to say, birthday shout out. I don't even know what's going on here with my with my with my IG. Like it's it's it's, like, it's fucking up over here. So, but still, I ain't gonna stop this tomorrow. Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it. Last birthday shout out actually comes today. And that will be a birthday to Liz Cook. Liz Cook happens to be a, um, a former bartender, I think, I think from, from, from Tijuana, Texas, where we used to frequent that place a lot. 
Also, she happens to be the individual that I had to go report for her ex-boyfriend or current boyfriend because she set me up for the okie doke one day where they was mad at each other and she was flirting with your boy and he got mad and he and he and he called the people to go uh, to go kick me out. But then I ended up having a cool corporate at him and he got a nice little suspension for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. <laughs> your boy is wild. <laughs> All right, that's the whole birthday shout outs for it. Fuck it. Like, no, 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 no. I think you guys know what I want to hear, and I want this on an endless. No, we got the flames of flame coming up in just a bit when we get to that next talk. But it ain't time for that next talk yet. Actually, who we got today, we actually going to start off the podcast with a little bit of UFC. We're going to get right into that. We're going to hold off for that next talk for you guys just a little bit. Get a couple more people to come and join this room. I know everybody. Like I said, I know every single person out there wants to talk about the Knicks. And I just want to make sure I give them all a fair shot to be able to get in here and to get onto the and get onto the podcast. So let's start with the UFC, UFC 262, folks. I don't know if you happen to catch this. So all we're going to do, I'm just going to give you the main card, right? And that was for the vacant light heavyweight champion. Well, for the lightweight championship belt, folks. And oh my God, this fight between between Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler, like, like this was this was this was the very em- embodiment of power versus technique. Like, like you had the short, stocky Michael Chandler that that was built like a little brick house. Like you you understand that like, yeah you can see that every time that he throws a punch, you can see every single muscle ripple in his body down to the biceps on his toes. Like those are the kind of muscles this dude. He got muscles on top of muscles. And this is the kind of power we're talking about here. Versus Charles Oliveira. An individual has been in the UFC for about 11 years. Right? 28 fights underneath his belt. You understand that we saw Khabib retire with 20, with a record of 29-0. and 0. This dude has had 28 fights and hasn't even had a title shot yet. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? But here is Charles Oliveira's time. He's made himself, he's made himself available. He's kept himself in the game. He's, he's improved himself every single fight. Michael Chandler came in here talking cash shit. Right? Charles Oliveira, the technical dude. Right? The submission guy. I think if, if, you're, if you're an old school guy, think of Horse Gracie kind of guy. You understand? Like, like, like the slight frame. But, but can work the ground game easily when it comes to submissions. Right? Like, can easily pull guard anytime that he wants. Oh, he almost fucking flattened his neck. I'm sorry. I also got WWE Backlash also in the background. And I am watching right now the fight between 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 the the, the monster among men, Braun Strowman and the Irish Oh, okay, he made it over. Damn, that was close. That was close. Like he really almost landed on his neck. <laughs> but that's Drew McIntyre he's fighting. And I just I just seen a belly to belly over the like uh, over the top belly to belly, and this isn't the kind of guy like Ross Strowman. This isn't the kind of guy that you do an over the top belly to belly on. And I was just glad that he actually cleared the over the top belly, but like he had somebody strong enough to throw him over, and also use his own momentum to be able to get over them because, like that's not a that's not a move that that you can do with somebody that's that <laughs> that doesn't have the kind of strength that Drew McIntyre carries. Let's just put it that way. Because if not, then Braun Strowman would have landed completely on his neck, and you're talking about a significant neck injury. 
All right, so let's get back. Let's get back into this UFC talk. We're gonna shift from we're gonna shift from wrestling back into UFC again because we're, just, we're talking about fighting, but it's two different kinds of fighting here. And they were and they were new champions in, in in both in both arenas. Back in UFC's backlash and also uh, I mean WWE's backlash and also in UFC 262. So back to Charles Oliveira, the sleight of frame, right? The submission specialist, the guy that that is more is, is more likely to tap you out than knock you out. Can pull guard has has different angles, right? Has they're basically the guy that you when you look at him you think technique, you think flawless technique. This is Michael Chandler. Well, you don't think flawless technique. You think power. You think brick house. You you think you you, you think walking stick of dynamite. You understand? Like you think Tasmanian devil. Like that kind of shit. I need to get that drop to be honest with you, right? Like 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 that's that's the kind of that's the kind of shit that that, that we're that we're talking about here. And for the first round of this fight, it honestly looked like Charles Oliveira was about to lose this fight. Michael Chandler came into the first round, and and and, and granted, it was kind of slow. It was kind of slow to begin with, right? And then and then the pace started to pick up just a little bit, right? You saw you started to see a couple of exchanges. They they made it to the ground. Uh, Bobby Lashley just speared Braun Strowman, and there goes a three count. And that's how you let those two behemoths battle themselves out. And then as soon as you see an opener, you take advantage of it. Business. Um. So, Michael Chandler would actually dominate the first round. He would, he would, he would bloody up Oliveira. He would hurt him to the point where Oliveira was on his hands and knees taking... Um, Take, 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 take him, take him, he blows to the head. And the only reason why the ref didn't stop, I think the ref didn't want to be, didn't want to pull a quick trigger, but the referee could have stopped it right then and there because he almost looked like he was defenseless. And then to save himself, Oliveira pulled guard. And if he didn't pull guard, I guarantee you that that, that fight would have been over. He pulled guard. Next, you know, he's, 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 he's not taking a lot of punishment anymore from that, um, from the, um, from the bottom, but he is taking some punishment, but he's, but he has reduced, um, the damage a lot, and basically he's playing survival mode for the, um, for the last two minutes of the round. And it came out here, and it really looked like that shit that Michael Chandler was talking was about to be true. It really sounded like all of that smoke that Michael Chandler was hitting towards was about to be true, because Michael Chandler said, like, yo... I'm going to catch him with this power. And when I hit him with this power, it's going to make him not want to be in the ring with me. It's going to make him forget about all of his technique, and it's going to make him want to quit. And that is only because Charles Oliveira has been shown to stop early when hurt. That he doesn't take punishment easily. You understand that? That, that, you, that, you, that you can force your will on him, and you can get him up out of there. Like, this is what was being said about Charles Oliveira. So when Michael Chandler had him hurt in the first round and Charles Oliveira actually lasted, nobody thought that Charles Oliveira was going was gonna to continue to last. You're over here thinking, okay, Michael Chandler's going to come in here. He's going to apply that pressure. Under pressure. Raining down on me. Raining down on you. You understand? He thought he was going to put that pressure on him. And, and get him and get him completely out of there. In the, and get him completely out of there by the second round. And that's what it looked like he attempted to do. But you know what they say, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. And Michael Chandler had a plan to end this in the second round, based off what happened in the first. But then he rushed in a little bit too much, and with a very technical, not powerful looking hook, 
Charles Oliveira catches Michael Chandler right flush on the jaw. Yeah, imagine that shit moving in slow motion. Michael Chandler goes back. He's stumbling into the fences. Bam, bam. He catches another couple of pieces. He's trying to dodge. He's trying to weave. Bam, bam, bam. He catches a couple more pieces. Then next thing you know, he puts his hands down on his knees. He's trying to move his head back and forth. And next thing you know, bam, 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 bam. And no, I'm not trying to imitate my headboard at night. And no, I'm not trying to imitate that little kids from the Flintstones. I am talking about that's how many headshots he just started taking. Next you know, Big John Stud, middle name Mud had to come into the ring and was like, oh, yo, it's done. It's a wrap. And you're new. Lightweight UFC champion. Charles. Oh, my God. I can't believe he pulled that shit off Olivera. Like, that was that was what you missed. That That is 100%. What you missed if you did not catch that UFC fight. Now. Uh, ow, my toes. I just rolled over my toes. And then almost fell out of my chair because of it. Now, as we move on from the UFC fight, right? Let's go into a quick let's go into a quick WWE match. Right? I'm only gonna I'm only gonna reveal one. And that's gonna be one result of one match for WWE's pay um backlash in case you haven't seen it. Just like I did for this. Now, if you now trust me, when it comes to Wednesday night, we're gonna go a little bit more in depth, most likely. Probably. We'll see. You know how shit gets when the three drunk when the three drunk uncles get together. Right, we're gonna see if we're gonna get into some of these other cards, right? We're gonna see we're gonna see if we're gonna talk about those legs. <laughs> if, you, if you if you saw the UFC fights, you know what I mean about those legs. Or, or some of those or some of those some of those shaky calls. We could get into all of that possibly Wednesday. But today I just wanted to touch on one fight. It's like I want to do with WWE. I want to touch on one fight. And it's like I'm going to tease you that PPW has an event coming up pretty soon. Stay tuned. That thing is going to be on June 16th or 26th, I believe. Like, let's go with 16th or the 26th. Whatever, whichever one of those days is a Saturday. Whichever one of those days is a Saturday. Um, Platinum Pro Wrestling is going to be having an event coming up. So stay tuned for that. And I actually, yep, it's going to be June 26th. Stay tuned for that. And I will be giving you guys information on that. Because it's not only information for the wrestling event that's going to be going on that evening, but also there's going to be a memorial event for um, the passing of Dusty Brooks. As you guys may remember, I mentioned to you guys in the past that the promoter that I work for with Platinum Pro Wrestling, his father was is the was the late great Dusty Brooks. You may have recognized him from fights with Hulk Hogan and and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Million Dollar Matt, and other notables from WWE. Right, so um, so there's gonna be a memorial service for him early in that day, and then later on that night we're gonna be putting on a wrestling event. So stay tuned for that. That's coming up on June 26th. I'll give you more details as as we get closer, uh, or, as, or as this week goes on, and as we get closer, so you guys can start reserving your tickets, and I'll be able to see you guys out there. Now let's go ahead and continue with WWE since we're still talking about wrestling. What's going on, Mister? Welcome to the podcast. Remember the phone lines are open. We're gonna be heavy with that next talk today. Hope you're ready. All right. So um. So also with WWE, something cool actually happened, right? Like I said, only one only one match I'm actually going to talk about, and that's actually the match that happened for the um for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, and that is because we have something that has happened for the first time ever, and that is we have the first father son 
tag team and and, and constantly and kind of active, right? I think they, I think they kind of brought Rey Mysterio back into into major activity so that they can do this whole push and eventually get his, um get his son warmed up to be able to get him into this tag team role. But folks, the Mysterios are now tag team champions. Folks, yes, folks, yes, the Mysterios, yes, the Booyaka Booyaka six one nine and all that. Yes, yes, all of, all all of that is happening, right? So Rey Mysterio and his son Donovan, um, Don, Dominic Mysterio are now tag team champions. And I don't know how long you guys have been wrestling fans, but I remember when when the custody for Dominic was actually a stipulation for a wrestling a match. Yes, folks, <laughs> Rey Mysterio's son was the stipulation for a match that whoever won won custody of Dominic. That's how that's how long this kid has been has, has been slightly involved in, in, in wrestling, right? They they've used him in storylines before he was old enough to properly read. And now look at him. Tag team champion with his pops. So let's 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 go ahead and get out the horns for that one because you know how we do here. So big up to the mysterious on making history. And and as, as for you guys wondering like damn Raymond, for you guys that are that are wrestling fans or may have been wrestling fans back then and no longer wrestling fans now. You may be wondering, damn, Rey Mysterio is, is, is still wrestling? Yes, Rey Mysterio is still wrestling. And you have to always remember, things, everything is still a business. So Rey Mysterio can, yes, he can still perform, but he can't perform on that every night basis like some of these younger guys do. But what Rey Mysterio is, he is and will forever be a fan favorite, especially when it comes to the children. Children love Rey Mysterio. I don't know if it's because of his five foot two frame. I don't know if it's because of the mask. I don't know, we don't know if it's because of his, if, because of, if, if it's because of the colorful, you know, I gotta get off my Wi-Fi. Maybe that's what the problem is. I don't know if it's because of all of his, all of his, 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 his colorful attire. But Rey Mysterio stays a fan favorite when it comes to children, and obviously with the Latino market as well, where his merchandise sells out a lot to them. So that's the reason why you, why you still see Mysterio in the game if you still wonder about Rey Mysterio. But now, since we're done, right, getting all, all unnecessary bullshit elephants out of the room, let's go ahead and oh. Shit, boy, I'm telling you, that flame of fame is hitting differently today. I got some goosebumps because Nick's talk is out the is on the way. Don't forget that Nick's talk is brought to you by Blue Chew. Don't forget Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Don't forget by the end of this segment, I'll be dropping a promo code so that you can get yourself a free shipment of Blue Chew. Yes, folks, Blue Chew. All you gotta do is chew it and do it. Chew it and do it. Alright, let's go ahead and continue, right? Because you know I got that next talk, that next talk. You know I'm gonna stay with that next talk, that next talk. Because, folks, we are finally here. Uh, pardon me if I get a little emotional. We're finally here at the end of the season. And holy fuck shit. Like, 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 peanut bananas on top, right? Like, 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 holy fuck shit. Even in my wildest dreams, in my best of grandest of expectations, and listen here, folks, this is a guy that bit that bet that the New York Knicks would not would definitely would definitely definitely get over 22 and a half wins. I bet on that. I am the guy here that's really mad at KJ for not letting me know that hey, while you're betting on that, let me also put this on your radar too, homie. And you want me in the money line. I I I should put you on like a like on a two-week probation for that shit. Like I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> just from the money line, just from the money line. 
Like, but, oh my God, like, <laughs> listen, man, I am too happy this Monday. I have been, I have been in such a great mood. Like, you understand, like, what the New York Knicks did on Sunday afternoon, what they did on Sunday afternoon was guarantee that I will have a great week. I think they may have guaranteed that I am going to have a great, what, 60 days? What, today is May 17th? My birthday's on July 17th? I think the Knicks have just guaranteed I am going to have a phenomenal 60 days. Right until offseason begins for, the, um, for, the, for basketball, right? What they have done this season is even beyond me. You understand? I bet for the first time in my life that that, that, that the New York Knicks is going to get over those 22 and a half wins. This was Vegas, people, because the New York Knicks had 20 wins last year. The New York Knicks doubled their win total from last year with 41 wins. 41 wins. You understand that if this was at least a regular season, we're still talking about them having a, having a 500 record. Oh, I'm gonna bet on this playoff series. I'm bet on this playoff series. Uh, oh, trust me, I got some bets lined up for you guys. I got some bets lined up for you guys. So don't get it twisted, all right? I mean, I'm even, I mean, I'm even doing prop bets in it all. I'm, I'm, I'm smoking boom and the whole nine. You understand? Shout out to Mr. Cheeks. <laughs> New York Knicks finished 41 and 31, folks. That is 10 games above five. That is 10 games above 500. More importantly, that is 20 games above what they what they had last year. That is 20 games above what Vegas thought they would have. Vegas, them motherfucking experts. I hope you guys listened to the podcast at the beginning when I told you guys to drop that dime on the New York Knicks at the beginning of the season to win that bread. And I'm hope and I'm hope that you were degenerate just enough to be like, you know what? Why stop there? Let me also bet on them to make the playoffs because we've been telling you that since the beginning of the podcast too. Since the beginning of the podcast, we've been telling you New York Knicks will be a minimum gonna make the playing games. And now we here. Playing games are set. I'm sorry I lied to you. The Knicks didn't make the playing games. They made the whole entire playoffs. They didn't get no sample size. Hell no! We got the Bill El Grande Enchilada! Come fuck with your boys, I'm walking here! New York Knicks got the fourth seed. You hear me? The fourth seed. I thought they was gonna get like the sixth seed. To be honest, like the seventh seed. You understand? The fourth seed in the East. That is hosting a home court advantage. Now, am I a little disappointed that I'm not gonna be able to watch the New York Knicks play the Miami Heat down here in South Florida? Very minuscule. You should've took care of your business, Heat. And that's all I gotta say about you, bitch. But you won in Milwaukee. Just like how when I was when I was telling you guys, I wasn't afraid of Milwaukee either. Oh, what a time to be alive! Oh, what a time it is to be a. Oh, what a time it is to be a Knicks fan. Who would have thought this turnaround would have came after just one year? I'm saying all this because I'm telling you right now, there were a couple of awards, right? 
throughout the season, throughout this whole entire season, right? I don't think you guys have even realized that a New York Knicks player should have been in run in the running for at least, or a new or somebody in the New York Knicks organization should have been in the running for at least four different awards this year alone. When we start at the bottom, the first one was Rookie of the Year for one point in time until he got injured and he had his own little slump. But yes, Emmanuel quickly at one point in time should have been in those talks for early candidate of Rookie of the Year. Then we have Sixth Man of the Year. And that should 100% go to Derrick Rose. Or he should be a candidate in there. We should be talking about him for Sixth Man of the Year. For the first 33 games that Derrick Rose joined the New York Knicks, they won 22 of them. And, and they've played three more games since then. Or two more games since then. So in 35 games, folks, in 35 games, un since Derrick Rose has joined this team, the New York Knicks have only lost 11. They've won 24 with him. He should be at least a candidate, or at least at one point in time been a candidate for sixth man of the year. Now, here comes one guy that should have qualified for at least two awards, right? Because if you're gonna disrespect him by not by not putting him in Canada in talks for MVP, because he should be in talks for MVP, and I don't give a fuck what nobody says, he should get an MVP vote. But you're not gonna do it because if this was LeBron James, oh, if this was Giannis Antetokounmpo. If this was James Harden, if this was any one of those bigger marks, this was Chris Paul. If this was Russell Westbrook, you know, and doing this with the Knicks team and putting up a triple-double. Because Julius Randle averaged a averaged double-double for this season and had six assists to go along with it. If this is any one of those guys that takes this Knicks team and doubles their win total, puts them into the playoffs and solidifies them getting a home court advantage in the playoff spot. Oh my God, you guys are giving him unlimited blowjobs for the rest of their lives. But like I said, that's only because they're a different looking kind of vulture. Because like we said, the Eagle is a vulture with better PR. That's all it is. The Eagle and the vulture are the same animals. The Eagle just has better PR. And that's what Julius Randle is right now. He's been a vulture. Yeah, I've been treating him like a vulture, but he's been flying like an eagle. He's been respectful as such. What's going on, big life? Welcome to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Don't you guys forget the phone lines are open. Heavy on that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk right now. Listen, if you ain't ready to talk about my Knicks right now, I'm just saying. Oh, don't even, don't even come in here talking no smoke. You, you understand? Because we're all worried. I'm feeling about my Knicks. Listen, I, I am on cloud, I am on cloud nine, I, I am on cloud Clyde, I am on cloud Ewan, I am on cloud Stalks, I am on cloud Randall, I am on cloud Tibbs, you understand, we're talking about just the Tibbs, just the Tibbs, all we're talking about is just the Tibbs, yo, tell me coaching doesn't matter. So like I said, if you're unwilling to give Julius Randle MVP candidate votes, well, you would have done this for any one of those other names that I mentioned. If they would have turned this Knicks team around the way they did. Okay, I get that. He better get most improved player. 
That's four awards already that a New York Knickerbocker should have at least been qualifying for. And fifth, coach of the year. Now, there is something that I do need to correct because I keep hearing it. And I need to correct because it's not completely factual, right? It's an illusion. It's, it's, an, it's an illusion what's happening here, right? And what's happening here is that when you do talk about to, um, uh, Tom Thibodeau, right? Thibodeau, sorry, Thibodeau Diabu. When you, when, you when you talk about Coach Tibbs, they consistently say that, yes, I, I, I fully agree he should, get six, he should win Coach of the Year. But he didn't do it with the same roster. Don't you guys get it twisted? He didn't do it with the same roster. That's what they keep saying. That he did it with the same roster. No, 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 no. He didn't do it with the same roster. Now, he may have done it with the same starting lineup. For the most part, he did. Now, he may have done it with the same, with the same starting lineup. But everything else changed. Everything else changed. We're talking about five starters only. We're talking about Empty Calories Payton. ECP. Right? Alfred Clifford Payton. We're talking about R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, um, Mitchell Robinson, and whoever they had running, shooting at the top. Because I really, really, that really, I a lot hasn't changed. Right? A lot really hasn't changed. I'm mean, sorry, sorry. A lot has changed. My bad. Right? A lot hasn't changed in the starting lineup, but if you look at everything else, on top of the, on top of there being a culture, right? It's been a complete turnaround. You forget, right? Mitchell Robinson has already gone down, so they're no longer doing it. Mitchell Robinson, they're doing it with Nursing Noel and Taj Gibson. There goes two new bodies right there, right there alone. We had Dennis Smith Jr. We shipped him out, and we picked up Derrick Rose, right? There goes another new body. Last year, you know who was getting a lot of these minutes? A lot of these empty minutes that wasn't producing? Frank Nilakina and Kevin Knox. You know who's not getting those minutes anymore? Frank Nilakina and Kevin Knox. We replaced them with Reggie Bullock and Alex Burke. So, when you say that he's doing it with the same exact team, no, he's not doing it the same team. When you really look at him, He's not doing the same thing. They've turned over more than half of this roster. But it's all been the bench. It's all been your role players. Everybody I've mentioned has basically been a role player. You know who else they didn't mention? Emmanuel Quickly. They did it to draft and their bench players. You understand? Like, their starters are basically the same, yes. But everything else has changed. Nurse Noel, signed as a free agent. Taj Gibson, signed as a free agent. These are two key, key contributors. No Sir Noel is having fucking block parties out there reminding me of my goddamn childhood in New York City. Nurse you got Taj Gibson being the bully on the block. Right? Emmanuel quickly, they, they got from the draft as a point guard. So that, that's the reason why you see why you no longer see Frank Need a Killer. He took up his minutes. Alex Burke is Alex Burke came in. He took on Kevin Knox's minutes. And if whatever Kevin minutes Kevin Knox was gonna get, sorry, you don't shoot consistent enough. Reggie Bullock took those minutes away from you. And then there's the Rose. Cause even the Rose grows in the concrete in New York. 24 wins. 24 wins and his first 35 games with a, as a New York Knick. 
They are winning over 66% of the games with Derrick Rose. That is a continuous change in culture. Because first you change the culture, and then and, and, and then you get an all-star future Hall of Fame player to come in there and be coach and and, 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 and and reinforce what you said. And be a walking embodiment, be a walking example of how to of how to continue being a pro. Pro. A pro's pro. Like that's what you're getting. New York Knicks took care of Charlotte. Now, was it the way that you wanted them to? No, 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 it really wasn't. This game was a little bit closer than it should have been. Again, the New York Knicks, as, you, as, as we've been talking about this all year, the New York Knicks don't close out games well. Now, if you've been watching all year, right, this isn't a problem that just, thought, that just started happening these last two weeks. So if you think that this is something new that just happened these last two weeks, welcome to dessert. You missed breakfast, you missed lunch, you missed brunch, you missed dinner, welcome to dessert. And you're late to the fucking party, I don't wanna hear from you. Go take this stale ass piece of cake and go shut the fuck up in the corner. New York Knicks have always had problems on closing out games, but they close out games is what, is what they've done. To the point where they, they have a record of 41 and 31. So I understand. Some of you guys may be, may be a little bit worried of how they looked against San Antonio, Orlando, or even Boston. But you understand, there's only one system that really mattered there, and that's the W. Because to the tune, because you know, let, let me let you understand, guys. So because to the tune, right, of all, of, 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 of at least 55% of the times, it worked. You beat the teams that you were supposed to beat, and you lost against the teams that, you, that you're not supposed to beat. When you had a close game against the Lakers, guess what? You didn't win. Do you expect to win against the Lakers? No, you don't. When you had to get a close game against the Clippers, you won that game. Celebrate that shit. That every once in a while, even a, even a, even a, even a broken clock, you know what I mean, is right twice a day. Celebrate that shit. Do you expect to win against Phoenix? No. Some of these teams you can't win those close games against. But we've won enough to get that fourth seed. And that's all that matters that we beat is that we is that we beat all of the teams that the New York Knicks needed to beat to be able to solidify and 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 and, and guarantee the home court series advantage in the playoffs. And that's what they did. And that's all you need to care about. Fuck all the dumb shit. They sat Lonzo Ball down early. You didn't see him for the second half of the game. You know what I mean? The New York Knicks end up getting that end up getting that win. Julius Randle end up getting another triple double in that game. We took care of our part. And then we got a little bit of help. Then we got a little bit of help. What's going on, Black Dog Bronx? Finally, welcome! My certified, bona fide, I mean, school teacher in the house. He's the best school teacher that I know in the, in, in the business, by the way. Let's let you guys know. Then we got a little bit of help. I don't got phone. Guys, the phone lines are open. Now let you guys, the phone lines are open whenever you're ready or to call up and let's talk this Knicks talk. We, um, the phone lines are open for your sports questions. The phone lines are open for this Knicks talk. The phone lines are open for, well, if you, if you want to drop some Knicks hate, I'll, I'll entertain it for about like seven seconds and I'm just going to hang up on you just to let you know. But I'll entertain it. I'll entertain it for a little bit. But let's go. <laughs> but it's orange and blue all day. Listen, I see, all, I see skies that are blue. Orange clouds too. I see the Knicks beating you, and I said to myself, what a wonderful world, 
Man, I am telling you what a day to be a Knicks fan. What a day to be a Knicks fan. Now, you know who I do not want to be a fan of? And that is the Miami Heat right now. Now, the Miami Heat, now listen, I wanted that fuego. I wanted all of that smoke. I, I came on here for weeks, and I told you guys, dame fuego. I wanted the Heat, all for selfish reasons. Only because I wanted to witness that game here. I wanted to witness a playoff game in hand. I was going to pay for babysitters. I ain't give a fuck. I would have. I would have. Listen, I, I had a 10-year-old that, that would have babysat all your kids. And I would have paid her $3.99 and a, bun, and a, and a bowl of Cheerios. And, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I, I would have gotten it done. But we got a little bit of help. We got a little help. But remember, number one thing here. Number one thing on the board. Take care of your business. And that's what the New York Knicks did. And then they got their help. Remember, to be lucky, you have to keep putting yourselves in position to be lucky. This isn't just for sports. I just gave you a life lesson, people. For all the people that be like, damn, he got lucky, damn, they got lucky, damn. No, 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 no. Luck just don't happen. Luck happens for a reason. People position themselves to be lucky. And then when that and then when that luck strikes, holyshift.com if you want to get your reading done. Right? <laughs> Things just start to line up. And things lined up for the for the New York Knicks. The Milwaukee the Milwaukee Bucks would extinguish the Miami Heat, and and I don't know what happened. Like they didn't they they, they didn't play Jimmy Butler. I didn't get a chance for Jimmy to be out here. I like, can guard him and he can't guard me. Like at the end of the day, it's like, you just don't say as a man. Like I didn't get that. They robbed us of Jimmy. Like 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 and I'm granted, I am the last person to, to be complaining about this. This 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 is more of a complaint for my um for my um for my. To my female listeners, right? But but I feel you guys when you get when you get when you get robbed robbed of Jimmy. Like I understand it now. But no Jimmy in Miami meant also no W for the Heat, and the Milwaukee Bucks easily took a, um took took that W there. And now, folks, that also helps solidify the Knicks number four spot. Now, not for nothing. It is said that the Miami Heat. That they wanted Milwaukee because of what happened last year. That they wanted to play the Bucks. So when they sat down Jimmy, it was them over here talking about Milwaukee, this is for you. Like they wanted all of the smoke. They wanted to buck them down. Buck, buck them down. Buck them down. But they wanted all those buck shots. So we're going to see. We're going to see if the Miami Heat are going to be able to live up to their part. Because not for nothing. I told you guys here too. I felt like how Miami Heat felt as a Knicks fan. If I didn't get the Hawks in the 4-5 spot, if I didn't get the Miami Heat in the 4-5 spot, I was 100% okay getting the Milwaukee Bucks in the 6-3. You understand? Like, but listen, if we get the 6-3, then I see you. That's exactly what we put in the box. Directly in ICU. Intensive care unit. Have them on the sidelines. Watching us play, talking about ICU. I don't know rule Brooklyn Zoo. These are light bulbs for you. <laughs> y'all bring it out. Y'all bring it out the dormant battle rapper in me for no reason. You understand? Like, the line was like, man. It's a good day to be a Knicks fan. 
we'll stay with that next talk, that next talk a little bit later. But you know what? You know what? As we continue with that next talk, let me go ahead and give this to you guys now, right? Let me go ahead and give these to you guys now, because as you guys know, right, all next talk, all next talk since the begin, since the month of May and moving forward will be brought to you. And this isn't just next talk; any big blue talk. Any big blue talk is going to be brought to you by Blue Chew. And in case you don't know who Blue Chew is, folks, let's get you guys a little bit acquainted. Ayo, hey, DJ Mighty, cut the beat. Phone lines are still open. <laughs> Days like today makes me wonder why I'm working. <laughs> right? Folks. So, Blue Chew, folks. Where, 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 do, I have a, do I have a packet somewhere sitting here? I don't have a packet in front of me anymore. I don't know, the pack is somewhere sitting here somewhere. But folks, Blue Chew, Blue Chew, Blue Chew. Let you guys know. Blue Chew is the little blue pill that gives you back that thrill. Let's open up a pack and head to the sack. In just a few chews before you do, 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 do. With the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. This is the one opportunity that you just can't miss. She's going to love how you come through like a champ when you Blue Chew in advance. Just use today's promo code EVB. T. That's E as in Echo, V as in Victor, B as in Bravo, and T as in Tango to get $20 off your first shipment today. And listen, there's a little secret between, between me and you, the mighty listeners. Right? That $20 off, that's basically like getting your first pack for free. If you pick the standard plan, all you're doing is paying for shipping and handling. Yes, folks, that's promo code EVBT. Blue Chew. Just chew it and do it. I'm just saying, there you go. I, I I got that for you. I got that for you. So now we have the playing games, right? And we, I'm gonna continue to talk next all through the podcast, right? But 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 let's go ahead and talk about these playing games because these playing games are actually even a little bit more interesting than than we that we anticipated, right? You you didn't you didn't mention Taj Gibson. What the fuck? I did mention Taj Gibson. Right, you guys on you ain't you ain't listening hard enough. I mentioned Taj Gibson. Yeah, you understand. Like I said, there's six, seven players that that we've had the New York Knicks contributing for now that weren't on the team last year. So, like your boy Tibbs, your boy Tibbs, like he gets a lot of credit for what he's done. He he created a culture, then he solidified that culture, and he rewarded guys with defense, with good play, and with consistency, and with preparation. He makes sure his team that his players are prepared every single game. From what I hear, that they get a thick ass textbook. Thank you, now I appreciate it. Don't forget to like and share the podcast before you bounce. Uh, they get a thick ass textbook on every single team and every single player they're about to play. So they are, so they are prepared, and we're hoping they're gonna be prepared for the playoffs. And when it comes to this playoffs, again, there's another reason why New York fans are as ecstatic as they want to be, or as as happy as they are, right? I will, t- and I'll come back and tell you why they're so happy, right? In, in just a bit, right? I'm gonna shift gears. We're gonna talk about the plans and just we're gonna talk about these plans games because these playing games, right, are even are even a little bit more exciting than, than than we anticipated. And I'm gonna be running a couple of polls um pretty soon going on um going on Twitter, and that is who do you think is gonna be who's gonna make it out of these playing games? I'm going to be doing one for the West. We'll be doing one for the East. So, so far in the playing games, we have San Antonio, Memphis, Golden State Warriors, and the Lakers all coming out of the West. And then we have Charlotte, Indiana, Washington, and Boston coming out of the 
coming out of the East. And I'm going to tell you right now, like the team that I have the least amount of faith in is probably the Boston Celtics. Like I, 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 I've been telling you, I, I joked about this last week on the podcast, right? And then it just keeps, it just keeps kind of like resurfacing to me. Like it feels like the Boston Celtics are tanking. It feels like the Boston Celtics were trying to get out of the play in games. Like they were just trying to fall. Like that's what it felt like to me. Now I know they've had a couple of injuries here and then. I know they've had COVID to deal with at the beginning of the season. But towards the end of the season, I just really felt like Boston was not in this to win it at all. When they when they played the New York Knicks on the last game of the season, they sat down seven. Folks, one, two, three, five, four, five, five, six, six, seven. Seven. Seven of their key players. They sat down. You understand? The biggest name on the court yesterday was Taco Falls. And yes, folks, that was a complete play on words. Like, like, that's some, like that was really what they did yesterday. And and who cares, right? If you're a Knicks fan, who cares? Like, we've been Jets fans before. Or some of us have been Jets fans in the past. Right? Common Jets fans. Like, who cares if, if a team wants to sit down all their players? Right? They want to disrespect you like that. Let that happen. You whoop their ass twice. So who cares if Boston wants to sit down all their players? I feel like Boston is one of those teams that they just want to get out of the play. They just, they just don't want to make it whatsoever. Like they are just really trying to trying to backpedal their way out of whatever this is. Get into the offseason, fire their head coach, make a couple of offseason changes, get rid of their point guard, go after Alonzo Ball. Yes, New York, you aren't the only ones after Alonzo Ball. See? See? See how quickly things can change? This is why I said I'm gonna be happy for 60 days. What the New York Knicks just did made me was made me happy for 60 days. They kept me happy through my birthday with them. The only thing they can do right now that can piss me off is lose to the Hawks. That is the only thing they can do right now to piss me off is lose to the Hawks. Because every single Knicks fan believes that they should beat the Hawks. If you don't believe that they should beat the Hawks, then you are one of those people that are just scorned so badly that you just want to protect every single bit of your heart and you don't want to admit shit. I'm not putting it out in the air. I'm just doing sports talk radio. That's the only disappointment now left in the season. And I, I'm, I, now I could be wrong, and I'll take I'll, I'll take another poll. Like, do you expect the Knicks to beat the Atlanta Hawks and move on to play in the second round? Because that's where these bets start to come in that I wanted to tell you guys about, right? Because this is how strongly that I feel that if that I really wish I was I, I would have bet throughout the whole entire year and remember the whole entire progress, right? I would have, I would have thought it all the way out like I thought about it like last year with the with the Miami Heat. That I would bet the New York Knicks beat the Hawks. I would take that bet right now. And then what you go around and do is that you bet that the New York Knicks are gonna lose in the next round. You could put money on both bets and win. And I fully believe that. <laughs> I don't know what I just got text messages from Taj. I mean, from KJ. But I, I saw I saw that you sent me something. So if I'm a betting man, or if you're a betting person, listen. 
I don't tell you guys to bet often. The only times I've told you guys to bet was last year. Right? I started telling you guys to bet. And that was the moment. The very moment I told at the, the very moment that Orlando beat the Milwaukee Bucks in the first game of the playoffs last year. I told every single Heat fan to go ahead and bet that the Miami Heat make it to the conference championship game. And most likely win it. Then I also told them to bet that the Miami Heat make the playoffs as well. I told them to bet that they beat the Bucks. And for those people that listen to me, they won hundreds of thousands of dollars. So here we come back again. And they tell you guys to bet again. And the first time I said mention anything about betting, I made I made the bet my goddamn self. But the New York Knicks being over 22 and a half wins. I hope you made that bet. If you've listened to me, then hopefully you have made hundreds of thousands of dollars. If enough of you have listened to me. Now here we go again. Here we go again. Recipes, DMX. Same old shit, dog. Just a different day. Oh, in New York, it's probably like a thousand dollars. Twelve fifty, baby. That's gonna be in New York. That's game one of the playoffs. New York Knicks haven't had a play. Lowest is a thousand dollars. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's New York though. Tell me what that price is gonna be in Atlanta. That's a, show me, show me the price for game three in Atlanta. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Does Atlanta have people back in there? Does Atlanta have people back in their stands? And also, see what I told you, based off what just happened and, and what just happened with these couple of mandates, is that if they would have had a playoff game down here, they would have lifted those restrictions. What did they just come out saying? Oh, if you've been vaccinated, you no longer have to really wear your mask indoors if you don't want to. So guess what that would have meant? That would they, they would have opened that. That means another uh, that means another level that you could open up that heat arena to. Which they would have opened that shit the fuck up to another level of capacity and let and and and, and let vaccines come in there. So here goes some more bets, folks. Bet for the Knicks to beat the Hawks. Bet for them to lose against Philly in the next round after that. But let's hope that we can also injure Joel Embiid and make this a Ben Simmons game. Because if that's the case, then we can definitely win this. <laughs> like, but honestly, nah, Philly's had our number all year. What am I saying? I was going to say, we could probably beat Philly. Nah, we can't. We can't. Like, I, I, I'm okay with Milwaukee. What's A.O.? Don't tell me that the games for the Hawks is only like a hundred dollars because I'll take a red eye up. I'll take a red eye up there. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, B. I'm being spiteful. I'm being I'm being spiteful because I I I just I just I just want. Okay, when I say injured up, right? I was like in a way, like I don't, I'm not really saying injured. I'm just saying like we're on them so much that you no longer want them that they no they no longer want to continue the game. We're on them so much that any nagging pains or ailments that they have, they no longer want to risk it by continuing to play against you. Or any ailments that they have, right? It, it resurfaces and it is 
multiplied by playing the Knicks. So I'm not saying I want these guys to be injured. I'm just saying that if there are things that are wrong with them, I would like these things to inflame because of the pressure that the Knicks apply on them. I know I said injured, but I didn't mean injured, right? Like, like, I, I, it's like injured is the easiest way for me to put it, but it also sounds the worst. But that, that's that's really what that is. Like, it, it just sounds the worst. Like, I don't want it to be injured. I just want like, okay, if Joel Embiid has a sore ankle that he's been nursing. I want that ankle to be under so much pressure when he plays the Knicks that he no longer could continue playing games. <laughs> Why you always got to call chill Willow me? <laughs> it's like, yo, this nigga's being outlandish again. Hold on, it's time to free chill Will. <laughs> go ahead and free chill. I got something for chill Will. You go ahead and free him if you want. I got something for him. Wait till I see him on Wednesday. Because I don't know if I'm going to catch him today. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if anybody's going to be able to get at me today. You guys are going to have to catch me on Wednesday night at 8.07-ish. Oh, yeah, the podcast this whole entire week is going to be on time. Like, like, listen, I am heavy in the Knicks talk. I, I, am, <laughs> I am heavy in the Knicks talk today. And not only are we, are we heavy in the Knicks talk today, but you realize that this is a mini break for us now, too. Because we get to sit back and enjoy these playing games. We get to just sit back and enjoy these playing games and enjoy this playing tournament, which is what's going on right now. LA, Golden State, Memphis, San Antonio, Boston, Washington, Indy, Charlotte. Now, I already told you about Boston. I think Boston's going to lose. Boston, I think, is going to be the first team bounced. They're going to lose to Washington because Washington is just way too hot with the triple-doubles and everything that they've been doing. Boston wants to quit. Now, if you had to ask between Charlotte and Indiana, this is where things get interesting because I think Charlotte is the one that, 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 that moves on from that series. And then because Boston just doesn't want to play, I think the two teams that make it out of the West, that make it out of the East are going to be Washington and Charlotte. I don't see Indiana advancing, and I don't see Boston advancing at all. And then comes the West. And can I tell you, when it comes to the West, there's a couple of scenarios that I want. Right? So, ultimately, let me not, let me not mince my words right let me not mix them <clears throat> let me be very blunt and direct for you <laughs> i want the lakers and lebron james to be eliminated in the playing tournament that's it that's all i want cleveland this is for you! I want LeBron and the Lakers to be eliminated in the first round. 
Now, to, for this to happen, I, I feel like I, this, is, this is gonna happen in a very strategic way, right? So let me tell you what I really want. What I really want, what I really, really want, that's the first thing I want, is for LeBron James to be gone. Now there's only one way I see this happening. And that is if, obviously, the Golden State Warriors beat them in the first game, which I do believe is gonna happen, with my emotions. And then, you're gonna need the San Antonio Spurs to beat the Memphis Grizzlies. Because the only team that I see being able to beat the LA Lakers between Memphis and the, and the San Antonio Spurs is Greg Popovich. Yes, I said that right. The only team that I see beating LeBron James between the Memphis Grizzlies and the San Antonio Spurs is, oh no, he hurt his, is he about to go sit down with an injury? Is Greg Popovich. So I would like to see that San Antonio Spurs, Greg Popovich, and see him coach against LeBron James and See if they can game plan a one game a one game series. That's all it is. Is a one game series to beat LeBron James and the Lakers. And I think the great Greg Popovich can beat the generous King LeBron James, the generous King with the ring on his watch. Everybody gets a bling. You get a ring. You get a ring. You get a ring. You get a ring. They like open with the rings. I can see that happening. But that's the only way that happens. The only way LeBron James doesn't make the playoffs is if he loses to Golden State and then San Antonio Spurs advance. If, if Memphis Grizzlies beat San Antonio and the, and the LA Lakers have to play Memphis, then the Lakers will make it to the playoffs. Now, to be honest with you, who I really want to see make it out of the, make it into the playoffs or the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors out of those playing games. But the Memphis Grizzlies can't get past the Lakers. So I'm going to have to settle for the San Antonio Spurs. But right here, folks, we have a great opportunity for LeBron James to miss the whole entire playoffs. You understand? That who would have told you in a world where the New York Knicks are fourth in the East? LeBron James. And the stacked L.A. Lakers. On the precipice of coming off of a championship year. Missed the playoffs altogether. Dun, dun, dun. The headlines would go crazy and I would love it all. I'm going to eat it all up. And the great thing about this. And the great thing about this is that we all get to watch it happen. Not just us, but even the players in the playoffs that have, that have solidified the spots one through six. This is their opportunity to get a little break. This is their opportunity to go out here and say, okay, let's watch some basketball. Let's be a fan. Not, not necessarily almost be a fan, but let's... Watch our fellow brothers actually perform and see what see what's going on. 
Let's actually sit back, relax, sip some cognac, go to jacuzzi, get some shots up, and not have to worry about playing anybody for a couple of games while we watch these planes go. Because this is your reward. Wagwan Sugars, welcome to the podcast. This is your reward. Wait, you're not here? I thought I saw... Oh, shit. I thought you was hiding somewhere. This is your reward, teams one through six, for making it to the playoffs. Now, granted, all 10 teams, all 20 teams have made it to the postseason. But this is your reward for being one of those top six teams. Is that you get a couple days break while the playing tournament goes on. And then you guys come back to pick it up. So, so it's interesting to see who's going to fall. Boston, Indiana, Lakers, Memphis. These matches are intriguing. We could see the Golden State Warriors versus the LA Lakers in a seven in, in a one game series. And not for nothing. While I fully believe and fully know. Thank you, thank you, Shook. While I fully believe and fully know that, that I know that the that LeBron James knows how to beat Stephen Curry in one game. This is Stephen Curry we're still talking about here. This is still Chef with the shot. This is still the golden child. You understand? This is still your last dragon. Like he's all, he's the last person to beat to beat Shogun and Shonuff. That's who LeBron James is, is Shonuff. He's a Shogun. Stephen Curry came in here like the last dragon. Let's say Stephen's gonna have to go off off. And LeBron James is gonna have to implement his Stephen Curry stopping plan from jump ball. Because he they have a Stephen Curry stopping plan. They develop it with Coach Lou in Cleveland. They have a they have a way that they believe that they can beat them. They also saw it happen with 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 the Clippers last year when it was just him, even to the time when he went down. Thank you for sharing the podcast. So they, they believe they have a they, they believe they have a formula, and this formula is gonna have to go is gonna be implemented immediately, because you can't let Steph go off for fifty. You can't have him cook up a full course meal, scrambled eggs only. That's it. And they, like make him make some burnt toast in the beginning in, in the in the first quarter, but if you make him make those scrambled eggs in the second, you know what I mean? Get you a burger in the, get you a burger in the third, a nice steak dinner in the fourth. It's a wrap. You're full. You might as well undo that top belt, that top that top button. Go sit on the couch. It's a wrap. I see you. And then there's Memphis and San Antonio, where we just get a chance to see John Morant again in a playoff environment. This this goes back to show you again. When that draft came out, I told I told I think I told everybody <laughs> that out of this draft, I think I wanted I wanted John Morant out of anybody else. And I was kind of hoping that whatever rumors that had that had popped up about his knees would have made him fall to the third spot. But I'm gonna tell you right now. If I'm the New York Knicks, I'm not. I'm, I mean, right now, right now, I'm, I'm not unhappy with who I got. Here goes year number two, right, of the trifecta that came out. Zion Williamson, the overhyped eagle. John Morant, the slithery mongoose. And R.J. Barrett, the Canadian, eh? <laughs> and now. In the second year, we've seen two straight years of John Morant in the uh, in the postseason. We've now seen R.J. Barrett. 
This whole entire playing tournament was created for the young Lion Zion. But yet, every time the playings don't, I'm playing start, I can't get my eye on Zion anywhere. So they lying about that for real. Like, how much of a truth he is if he can't get his team over these humps? His humps, his lovely lady loves. <laughs> send the send send the grandpa AD to ICU. <laughs> Listen, I told you the Anthony Davis. He he may be there too. So I'm I'm gonna get to the point, Knicks fans. Right, that not only should be happy with the season, you should be happy with the growth of your players. I started out the season, Knicks fans, telling all of you, if you were listening, that. If there was a player that was currently on the Knicks roster that was still underneath their rookie contract. <laughs> hold on. I see he got the alert. Yo, hold on. I, I got you. I got you. Drop takes, don't you? Drop takes, don't you? Sir, yes, sir! Well, if you going to drop takes, you might as well go ahead and drop them exhibitiously. Thank you, KJ. I told you I had something for Chill Will. I told you I had something for Chill Will. This but, is ridiculous. But you didn't know what I had he for him. I had, the whole time. I had an intro waiting for him. And you, oh I set him up. God. I set up KJ. I made it KJ. I made it sound like I had something nefarious <laughs> for you. KJ went on the horn. And he was like, yo, Will, tease on that shit. And he, and he came and he said, what you got, Chill Will? I got your own, your very own intro. For those who don't know, we got the fourth drunk uncle in the building. And that is my boy, Chill Will. Let's play that intro again in case you guys didn't hear it. Drop takes, don't you? Drop takes, don't you? Sir, yes, sir! Well, if you're going to drop takes, you might as well go ahead and drop them exhibitiously. Cleveland! This is for you! <laughs> You like that? You like that? Nigga, even, <laughs> even in this nigga is a professional antagonist, man. This nigga is Gargamel, man. This is, this is Gargamel. I'm telling you. I am good at what I do. Okay. <laughs> even in it, you can pay homage and tell it antagonize you at the same time. That's crazy. <laughs> Why does he do this? That's all right. But tell me you don't like that though. That's, that's dope right. though. You like that intro though. See, that, that shit. That shit it, it was good. It was. It was a good. It was good for the last part. I like it the last part because I just like the part you, you try to pick. But you know what I'm saying, you picking at it. It's just you made it that way. I was in. I was in the lab working hard on that yesterday. Man. I was in. I was in. I was in a full good mood. The Knicks put me. Tell you. Nah, the Knicks put nah, me in a good mood for the next sixty days. My birthday's on July seventh. No. No. No playing. Oh. Home court. Okay. Home court. Fourth seed. Home court, baby. Oh, man. They about to take. They about to take the real quick. To Atlanta? Nope. We swept them this season. They take. Trey, Trey, Trey ain't hurt, is he? We heard him last time. And we heard his ego. Oh, he was hurt. Yeah, and, and he had to... No, no, is he hurt? No, he's back. He's back. But there's no ring, oh, for, no, like, there's no ring for him here. Like, he got no precious to be chasing. What are you going... My, my precious. My precious. Like, no, come on now. We ain't worried about him. Like, he, like he's still waiting for somebody to give him a sock so he can earn his freedom. 
that's a that that's that's a what's that show called? That with with the with the god with the with the with the with the, with the, with the lightning in his head. That's a Harry Potter reference for you guys. He's that little he's that little he's that little troll from Harry Potter that that earned his freedom when he got a sock. Like I ain't, nobody's afraid of him. Y'all gotta force you. That's how bad the EC is, bro. Think about how bad the EC is. If the Knicks got a four seed. I'm going to say, we're better than LeBron James right now. And his Lakers got a better record than them. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. I'm just really? saying. Like, now I was just, you know I don't even like LeBron. <laughs> but sometimes, like, you make, like, like KJ, like, man, come on, man. This here. I like the boy T because he tripping. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, because I, I don't even fuck with LeBron. But now without you saying what you saying. Come on, bro. The Knicks was in the West. They wouldn't. They would. They would be so far from the playoffs. It would be. They would be like the the AFC in the West. Actually, they'll be above the Lakers if they were in the West. Actually, no, they wouldn't because they would have to play Western Conference teams. We play so Western Conference we, teams. You you can't take their record from the East and make it their record from the West. Oh, no, you're not talking to no feeble-minded person. You got to remember who you're talking to here because you just ain't about to get – you ain't about to Jedi mind trick me. No, not today, brother. <laughs> it is not happening. With a record of 41 and 30 – I'm sorry? With the, with the regular Western Conference schedule, the Knicks in the West would be under New Orleans easily. Did New Orleans make the playoffs? No. Okay. okay, that's my point. Man, we would have beat them. We would have beat that and, and that over and and, and that overhyped vulture. <clears throat> like, stop it right now. Bi like, hurt. Hold on. Bi is hurt, right? Bi is hurt. Can I? Bi is hurt. Correct. Bi. 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 Brandon Ingram. He got a nickname. That's Bi. His name's Bi. I ain't know. I ain't know Brandon Ingram even 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 qualified for a nickname. Wow. I mean, do you think that's like, it's not, his name like, like the truth? What the fuck is going on today? His name is not like the truth. His name ain't like the juice. His name ain't like the the, the annihilator. His name is Brandon Ingram, and they call him B.I. What the fuck is we going call, on listen, right we now? Him, we should call him. Am I the Twilight Zone right now? We should just call him Brandon, okay? His last name, like, uh, okay, it's Brandon. Like, he hold on, no man. You disrespect. A.T., man, you disrespectful. This dude just made two All-Star games in a row. In the West. Making him better than who on your team? He's better than anybody you got on your team, and you want to disrespect him and call him Brandon? He's not. He's not better than MVP candidate Julius Randle. Oh my gosh, he's just made in the Western Conference, in the West, the All Star game two years in a row. They're weak in that position. You ain't paying attention. See, you ain't paying attention. I want. I'm trying to give you the heads up before you go down the rabbit hole. You you obviously not familiar with. So think about it before you. I'm not worried about Brandon Ingram. I'm right. I'm just saying. Before you speak on it, I want you to know about it. I'm just, but I'm this, also saying this. I have. Listen, Brandon Ingram wasn't wasn't a candidate for MVP. Brandon Ingram ain't no candidate for most improved player. And Julius Julius Randle ain't either, bro. But he is. Oh my god. Because if your boy LeBron James or your boy Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, James Harden, 
If 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 the little muscle here, that's disrespectful. If, if Zion Williamson hey, had done hey. this with this team, he would have been a, he would have been. Oh my God, they would have been calling him the next LeBron James. If Zion Williamson right. had but been Zion, doing, but had been, Zion in the second year, he's in the second year in the league, and he's a fuck. He's power four. So he, if that's the case, he would have. That would yeah. But how are you gonna sit there and disrespect Kyrie Irving, Durant, LeBron James, and whoever else, and put Julius Randle name in the mix? Because if any of them, you are if, I'm not disrespectful. disrespectful. They're disrespectful to Julius Randle. It takes. I understand Julius Randle may not have the biggest oh name out there, God, but it takes boy, players like boy, seven boy, years for them to come in their own. Come on now, let, let, let's not forget that all of these players they don't win automatically. It takes them years to win, <laughs> and, and, and it also takes them years to win. It takes years of overconfidence. I like. And, I like you. You making me hate Julius. Listen, Randall and I like him. I like him coming out of college. It takes it takes years of overconfidence and overbelief and overfeeding of a player. I'm willing to give them four, five, six, seven, eight chances to fail until they get it right. That's what normally what they do with those higher draft picks. Julius Randle never got that. Julius Randle had to had had to struggle. If any one of these or any one of these top round picks, let let this had let this had been the little light skinned fucker in Phoenix. Let this had been let let this had been um Chris Paul. Let this had let this had been the triple double machine in Washington. Let this let this been the little um let this been um um Kenneth Fareed with with with, with better hype in, in 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 New Orleans. Let this have been John Moran. Let this have been LeBron James. Let this have been any one of them that would have doubled the Knicks win total from last year. They would have they would have talked about one hundred percent guaranteed MVP. I love him, but right now he's a light skin fucker. Fatigue, man. You 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 warped in your thinking because that's well deserved because they've been doing it from the from the gate. You can't. Compare this dude to nobody because he had one good year. One. He ain't proved shit to nobody. He ass trash. He proved it this year because and, and, because and, and he, he was getting these trash. numbers last year. They he were just empty last year. One, no, no, no. He was getting. He was getting these. No, look at him. He was getting these numbers last year. He got similar numbers in New Orleans beside Boogie. He got these numbers last year. This is the first time his numbers um, um, equate to winning. Devin Booker was putting 71 points up on a losing fucking franchise, and we fucking cream his asshole. Yes, because that's 71 points. Julius Randle wasn't hitting 50 he ain't done, But he ain't done shit for his team. He done been in the league what just as long. About? What are they talking about? Where are they at? Where, where's, where's, no, 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 no. Chris Paul did that. Mr. CP3, no, 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 Mr. Mr. Allstate. Where's Phoenix now? Second in the West. Okay, so I rest my case. I don't, don't want to hear all that shit. After the addition of, of all, all of Phoenix, I don't want to hear all about that CFCP3 notes. Everybody needs a little bit of help. Okay, where's Julius Randle's little Booker. bit of help? Anytime. All, on all things, listen, this guy is in his what, what year is Devin Booker? Seventh. Devin Booker ain't in his seventh year. Damn near close six. No, no, Nine? he can't be in the sixth year. No, no, it's no way. He's, he's past his first close to that. He probably in his third. No, Devin no, probably in his third, no, fourth year. he's not in his third, fourth year. Devin Booker's already into his second contract already. He's already into his extension. Okay, so he in his fourth, he's, fourth, he's fourth fifth year. He's in extension years already. No, 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 no. It's easy. It ain't like we ain't got Google. I, I mean, you got the computer right there. I, I'm about to do it. I, I just, I just didn't want to, you know. Talk and try to type in, cause you know that shit get distracted. So, so whatever he, it, 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 whatever he was in, he been balling way better than Julius Randle. He dropped. From okay. jump, he dropped. Jump his, he, dropped he was dropped in 2015. And so check this out. But check this: the first time he got some help, look what he did. And he did this by himself. He had to go shop. He didn't get traded. He was the franchise coming out. 
So like I said, they, they, if Devin Booker, if Devin Booker seven equal. years into the league, had done what, what Julius Randle did with the New York Knicks, because also what you're talking about is consistent numbers. All Devin Booker has done is put up consistent scoring numbers. Julius Randle has consistent double-double numbers. He has consistent buckets. Devin, come on, let's be honest, bro. He's not Devin Booker. Let's be honest. Like, we ain't got to do this right now. Like I said, he's not, Devin he don't he's got, not in the same that's, pedigree. That's, that's because he don't got the name. He don't got the limelight. He 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 been fluffed and polished. No, no, and, no, no, and, and no. We're not talking on. about all of that, bro. We're not talking about all of that, bro. We're not. We're not. Like, people forget. We're talking about at the like end Julius of the day, Randall, if you want to pick up game, T, in the end of the day, you want to pick up game, and they say, you know what? I'm about to add $5 million to your portfolio, T. You need to you need to pick you need to pick you need to pick one of these two players to get you there. Who you gonna pick? In a pickup game? For your kids, five million dollars for their portfolio. portfolio. So who you who you gonna pick to fill out your team? Julius Randle. Which one do you do? Oh my god. From what he has shown me this year, give me Julius Randle. Oh my god. Oh my god. He can shoot the three. He can work in. Devin Listen, Booker. Devin Booker's probably. Wait, who do you oh, want? Do you do you do you want Devin Booker or do you want or do you want LeBron James? Do you want Devin Booker or do you want Jimmy Butler? I would say Jimmy Butler and LeBron. But you know who I don't want? Julius Randle. Well that's who I want. So you so Cleveland! This is for you! What's that? So you taking Julius Randle over LeBron? No! But Julius Randle is doing you what LeBron does for his team. I, and that's that, what I that's, that's what I'm showing. He's the only one there. The only okay one there. then! And he, like, so, like I said, if Devin Booker was the only one in New York and would have doubled their win total, they would have been creaming his asshole. What else are he's, creaming his asshole? Because he was balling like, like before I said, like, like, like Everybody I said, respects Devin Booker he's in the doing, league. Like I said, they, he's not he even had, the reason why they're winning Kobe, in Phoenix. Kobe was He's not even the reason why they're winning in hey, Phoenix. Hey, and look, look at you. You're about to make it clear out of him. Look at their career numbers, though. Who's better? Period. Okay, I understand. You're talking about a guy that just decided to start. No, 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 no. But You're also, talking about who was a guy, my point? guy that just made up his mind to start to start hooping. No, and what was Devin my point? Booker came in the league, Devin Booker, hooping, bro. Devin Booker has had has had one opportunity to fail, two opportunities to fail, three opportunities to fail, four opportunities to fail, five opportunities to fail, and all they kept on doing. Julius Randle has never gotten that benefit of the doubt. Julius Randle went to the Lakers and got injured his very first year, and ever since then has been a journeyman. He wasn't given one, two, three, four, five, six chances. The first time he was given a second chance. He doubles oh, his team. His, his team's so win total. No excuses for this guy. No, it's not excuses. You I'm giving you the, excuses I'm, for it's the same no, benefit of the giving, it's the no. same benefit of the doubt that it's, you give to Devin Booker. It's like, oh, Devin Booker had an opportunity to do this to, to do this consistently. He ain't never leave. La 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 la. What you the first about? opportunity, the, the first opportunity Julius Randle gets to do it twice. He improves himself, makes himself an MVP candidate, and doubles his team win total. This is the first time he's gotten an opportunity. It's the first time he's even gotten a second oh chance God. on the same team. And look what he did. Oh, my God, bro. I'm just saying, it ain't enough respect, ain't respect being put on Julius Randle's name. No, no, if no, it ain't. Because he ain't did nothing comparable to Devin Booker. He, and on top of that, he's doing it in the Eastern Conference, where there's two good teams at. And in, and he's, and in the West, listen, Julius Randle used to ball in the West. No, stop. He ain't never. What did he do when he was in the West? He got, he got traded. He was a journeyman. 
because he couldn't hack it. And then he got to the east, and it got a whole lot easier for his ass. And you see, it's good for him. Kudos for him. He stepped up his game. He stepped up his game, got to the east, and he stepped up his game. Fine. But you can't compare him to Devin Booker. You can't start whispering names like LeBron James and Kyrie and Durant in the same. That's that's asinine. That's not. It's never. He ain't even. Brandon Ingram made the, the all-star. You disrespected Brandon Ingram, calling him Brandon, because I called him B.I. Oh, he got a nickname. He should have made the all-star game twice. In the Western Conference, where where, where Julius Randle couldn't even cut it. He had to go to the East to do this. B.I. doing it, and he in the West. So I don't know what you it – it ain't no comparison. This dude is trash still. He ain't going nowhere. He going to lose probably the first round. To a, tra- a real baller, Trey uh, Young. They are not and losing to my precious. Work. They're not, they're not okay, losing to the Lord of the Rings. Okay. And Julius Randle has never had this opportunity. See, she's all about opportunity. This is his first opportunity. When he was in New Orleans. You don't think he had opportunity with New Orleans? No. Nope. No, it was, it was a, he, he at least made the playoffs. He was balling then. He made the playoffs. He was balling then, and he was beside Boogie Cousins. And the moment they blew up Boogie Cousins, they got rid of him as an asset. They've always used him as an asset. When he got to when he got to when he got to when he got to New York, he was putting up 2020. I'm 2010. No, but they were listen, they were empty calories like a motherfucker. Just like just like just like what what just like what Devin Booker was doing in Phoenix for years. Devin Booker was putting up 71 points was empty calories. Empty empty calories. That's what 71 points were. Devin but the dude was at Phoenix by himself in the Western Conference. Okay, yeah. Oh, and and Devin and, and, and Julius Randle was putting up a double double. I was putting up a double double last year, um, and it was empty calories. That shit wasn't equated okay, to winning. Ja, let me let me let me put this in perspective. You got Luca, you got Ja Morant. You know what I'm saying? You got people like that that put up decent numbers in a year. You can't say they were shit because they didn't make the playoffs. You can't say that. Especially and they and they and John Rand Luca things better than that. So you got Devin Booker out there, he doing what he can't do in the time he's still trying to learn. Okay, okay fine. So what I but at that, the end of the day you got Julius Randle, look, in his first seven you we can stack these first seven years up, compare them to the other these guys we're talking about, and there's no comparison. So I don't I don't get you talking about empty calories is ain't nothing but it's still empty calories. It, it ain't no more empty calories but to make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. It don't get no more empty calorie than that. But that's where LeBron James made his career at, though. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. That's Cleveland! This is for you! <laughs> and you see now what's happening with him. He got the play in. And he got the wrong, he got the worst matchup he could ever want to see. Because he got the two guys that don't give a shit about he got the two guys that don't give a shit about his whole existence. He's going to be looking across for him. His worst nightmare in the league. It's two of his worst nightmares. Draymond Green. And it was on the same team at one. No, 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 no. It's, it's, well, I should say, nah. Damn. I'm just talking about there's two guys that he really don't want to see in his league. I mean, Draymond is one. I can play like a, one, one, like a third guy. But I'm talking about like he really don't want to see. One ain't on the same team no more. One of his name is Kevin Durant. The other one name is Steph Curry. Them the two guys that they don't care about LeBron's whole existence at all. Yeah, it's the fucking co- couch. And now Durant didn't beat him face head up, whether you can say whatever about it, whatever. The fact is that Durant not only 
was on a team where he he locked LeBron up at key points of that game at them moments in the championship. He was coming down, mouthing his ass, bow, coming down from bow, pulling up in the LeBron, LeBron mouth to where he couldn't even check the rat the whole game. You know what I'm saying? So now, now, you 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 now you said, and then it's the other guy, the other guy that was that 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 beat you the first time without Durant. Anybody can be beat. He, 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 he got the worst guy you want to see, man, right now. He got the worst guy. And they can, they, I, I, I hope, you know, all things considered equal, they did run through the West pretty decently, pretty handily last year. So I would, I would imagine they can get through it. But it's one game. It's in the seven-game series. It's one game. It's one game. And you give it, you give it Curry one game. And he can have the – he don't have to win. I guarantee so, Curry, Curry don't even care about – Listen, I, I so Will, don't care. Curry don't care about winning the ring. I'm gonna this is his championship. So Will, I'm gonna add something. This Curry championship. Because this was the first. This was the first time that you being notified for the podcast came across KJ's radar. When I was like, listen, I would like to see LeBron James out of this playoffs, and it's very likely can happen because first he plays Golden State Warriors, and if the San Antonio Spurs advance and they have to play Greg Popovich after that for one game. Greg Popovich can game plan one game. Yeah, I guess Ron, yep, yep. Sure you because right. you talked about, about you that. talked about three right. you talked about three players that don't give a fuck about LeBron James or his career or his existence or his legacy. Well Greg yeah. Popovich is yeah, one coach. coach that he's yeah. like, oh fuck your couch yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking yeah. up that fourth yeah. spot on the couch. Yeah. Fuck it all up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be the, yeah, that's the equivalent to the coach. Yep, yep. you're right. Because right. <laughs> he's a, he's yeah. He the main one. Ain't that many, but probably is definitely like, ah, the hell with him. And let's not you know forget, LeBron so, James is great. LeBron James is the all-time leading scorer in playoffs because he's been here like 20 goddamn that. times. Right? Like, right. Thank you. That don't count <laughs> like, to me. Like, he, like, Emmitt Smith, he about to be the Emmitt Smith of, like, the, of the NBA. And, and, and I don't like, want to call it hate. It just, it's just rolled my eyes moments. It's like when they used to talk about Kobe in the beginning, right? And they used to give Kobe all the credit for being the youngest player to do this and the youngest player to do that. And and, and so they'd be like, well, he's the first guy to come out of high school to like like ever like that. But then they did a little LeBron James. Then I really got sick about it. I'm like, you ain't for let niggas come out of high school anymore. Like this whole the youngest player to do this. Well, motherfuckers can't even come out at that age. Why we even keep a youngest player to do this shit when motherfuckers can't even come out at 18 anymore or 17? I'm not slandering Kobe. I'm just saying I used to have roll my eye moments when they used to use when they used to use that comparison to compare to, to throw up, oh, he's doing this at a younger age than Jordan did. I'm like, well, he Jordan came in the league like at a much older age. You know what I mean? So right, like right. so like when he used to be like, oh, he's doing this, I'm like, well, he didn't even have that opportunity to. So for like a decade while players couldn't come in like two decades, you know, a decade and a half while players couldn't come right out of high school and they were using all of these youngest player stats to to to, to hype up LeBron James. I'm like, well, after he came out, you shut that shit the fuck down because he came out with a hundred million dollar contract and you didn't like that shit. So you was like fucking shut it down and now you use that shit to make his career look illustrious. Get the fuck out of here. That shit got a fucking dull tint. But he's still great. And he's the highest and he's scored the most total points in in, in total playoffs and he'll probably end up having the most points scored in NBA history as well while finishing top three in total assist. Oprah with the rings. That's your king. Is this your king? Sorry. My bad. I got I got sidetracked. But so kinda of, kinda of pick up what he was saying. Right? She was like 
Listen, yeah, don't Golden State Warriors is not is not a team that that you want to. <laughs> LeBron James is not the kind of is not LeBron James and Stephen Curry or Stephen Curry, you should say, is not the type of team that you would like to. Is is not the type of is not the team that you want to see in that first round. For one game, Stephen Curry could go off. He can go off for 40, 50, 60. But LeBron James does have a game plan. I think he's had a game plan on how to beat on how to beat Stephen Curry in crucial moments since the time that he was teamed up with with Tyron Lue. So, let's see who comes out with that matchup. And not for nothing, when we were talking about coaches that don't give a fuck about LeBron James's legacy, I would have said that about about the about the lake about anybody from the Clippers or even possibly Tyrone Lue for the um for the Clippers. But they just ducked the Lakers at the end of the season. And if you really thought about that, if you really thought fuck your couch like when it comes to LeBron James, why the fuck are you ducking them? Get them motherfuckers early. Like get 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 them while while the them legs are still kind of sore. You know what I mean? While while his while he's still feeling his ankle. While that shit ain't fully numb. You understand? He'll give you a, a good adrenaline game one. But 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 come out there game two, three, four, and five. It's because they it's yeah they're pussies because you know what? They are led by they are led by the playoff P. <laughs> and that's what the real and that's what the P really stands for. It's a fucking pussy. In the playoffs. The Clippers, right. Yeah, we we talking about the Clippers. Like, I can't. I couldn't believe yeah, that. Yeah, when no, I, when I, when I heard. Not about to disrespect Kawhi Leonard though, like that. No, no, no. I'm not. About, no, 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 no. I'm not disrespecting. I'm playoff P. Cause the playoff P stands for pussy. <laughs> oh man. Who oh, it's for even P. It's for people. No, precious nobody gave him that name. He gave himself that nobody name. Nobody gave. That's what, oh, actually, you know what? No, he didn't, man. Yes, he did. He call, actually, you know what? He did. He called himself playoff P. Like in a tweet, like playoff P is here. Playoff P is back. And then next thing you know, he put up a sorry B. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he called him that. I think that's also why he's so. Like, you know what? Sometimes I kind of forget <coughs> why I take something and run so far away with it, right? And that is because, and, and that was the reason why I took this and I ran so far with it. Is because remember when he had those two bad shoulders? He had one good shooting game. Said say playoff P is back, and ever since then he's he's been playoff PG thirteen. Yeah, wow. Yeah, the West is a different animal, man. It's about to be exciting. I think these playoff games were a genius. It pissed off the broad because he never thought he was gonna be in it. He had it was a good idea before he thought he was gonna be in it, and so now he know he in trouble. Whenever LeBron, LeBron this is the thing that I, this is why I have respect for LeBron. I was just talking about this earlier. Okay. He's smart. He's smart as hell. Yes, he is. He is smart. So. He's, but he's smarter than he is skilled, and and and, and sometimes when you're going on the road, the road of smartest availability or manipulation is the least respected. I don't know if um, you ever seen Game of Thrones, but it's uh, it's one character in there is called uh, fuck what's his name. He's uh, he's like a priest. He don't have no penis, but he was, he's one of the most cunning. The bald dude. Yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah, but he's the he's the smartest, probably the smartest one in that in in the whole. Thing. I like that analogy. I, I like that analogy when you talk about LeBron James. But he's he's the least respected. He's he's the most conniving though. He's the most conniving. He's the most cutthroat. He's the most he gets what he needs to be done because he does it smart. But he doesn't put in the work like he. But he's not John Snow because John Snow he's in the fields. He's get the most respect. He might not necessarily. He, he may choose the harder way, 
but he gets the most respect. And that's Joe, that's Kobe or George. Opposed to LeBron James going back, working on your free throws, working on your handles, getting a crossover, because you ain't got one. You still bullying people over and you 37 years old. You don't know how to cross the people over. You still open your legs like you when you when you when you dribble, you open your legs like you first about to dribble. And you first start to dribble. And you gotta open your legs. Yo, he still just crossovers like cuz. Like, oh my God! No, yo, yo, sorry. You, I, I'm laughing because you brought up some technical shit that is fucking hilarious. And unless you're a technical basketball person, this is gonna be completely over your head. I, I apologize, but you have to know what he's saying to talk to know what he's talking about because it looks awkward as fuck. He looks damn near bow legged. that's my first crossover by LeBron James. And if you've been dribbling like this for how long? You ain't, but at the end of the day, you still, the thing is, you, you, you ain't, you can't shoot three-pointers that well. You don't have no mid-range. You know what I'm saying? You don't really, you don't come out, you don't have a heart to dunk on people like Dwayne Wade or Vince Carter. But you, but the thing about it is you don't get, you got all these deficiencies in your game, but you still one of the greatest ever. So that tell you how great you are. So I can give that to you. But you can't, you can't try to be like Jordan. By, by saying, hey, let me plan this out. Because Jordan wasn't thinking that when he was becoming great. He was just becoming great. You literally sat down and said, let me go to this team. Let me inform this team. Hey, how can I how can I chase that ghost? That's what he said. I'm chasing that ghost. Basically, Jordan was like, I'm going to go to the field. Oh, you know what? Let me let me do something nobody did before. Let me go to a third team and win. Now I can be compared with Jordan. Nobody's never done that. Like so, you get you put a team trying to manufacture your greatness, opposed to pulling up your bootstraps. You know what? I need to become more like Jordan. I need to be at, stop being these guys' friends during the year and being when they when they don't pan out. Stop being a crap. I don't want to talk to you, Kyrie, because you didn't you you didn't you didn't come to practice the other day, or you didn't work out as hard as I did. I don't want to talk to you because we losing. I need to, I might I not you might not be on my trade trade deadline team, so I want to talk to you. So I'm cutting off my everything. My Texas, I ain't talking to you. Opposed to, like Jordan, closing the practice, reporters out. It ain't no handshakes, ain't no dance, ain't no fun. We about to fight, argue right now. So you get by the time we get the playoffs or in the game, like Steve Kerr said, it was easy. Cause practice, was, cause that shit was crazy. But but he but but he prepared his guys around him. He got with his guys and he brought his guys up with him. Opposed to opposed to being now. Granted, he did it his way. One thing I can't say about LeBron, no matter whether you like the way or not, he still did it his way. Which is also a testament to him and his greatness. So it's even even if I don't agree with that, but my point is that it's a it's a it's a it's a role it's a role to least respect or more respect. And I respect Kobe's and Jordan's way more. Like he told LeBron did, but he did it. Like he took the path of least resistance, basically. Right. Exactly. In every way. At every way, and that, and it was so calculated too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't organic. It wasn't organic. It wasn't nothing real about it. But and, and then, at the and, same and, time, the same end results, though, right? But same end results. So does it really matter? And end results was a little bit of twofold. But end results, he won the championship. And end results, it also, it also gave, it, it also allowed for player empowerment. 
for them to realize, you know what? I don't have to stay right, here right, in, in right. shitty and I don't have to stay here in 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 in, in, in right. environments for long. Right, exactly. I can, I can get out. Exactly. You know, what? The, the money is good enough These... that I that I can make this up of the I can make this up on the back end. I can I can go here and I and I can do that. Or you know what? I don't need to know. Or you know what? Don't be like Pippin. In a way that don't no, lock yourself owners, right, right. Don't right. lock yourself into a seven-year contract and, and and force them because when you do those seven-year contracts, it was basically always the same formula. What year one and two? <laughs> they um, there's nothing really happening for the team. They kind of stick with the same roster because they're trying to recoup that money back. Year, you know what I mean? Year three and four, you may be uh, lucky if they try to do shit. Year five and six is where they really try to make a couple of um, pushes and a year at, a, at a, you know what I mean? So they they always try to work out more towards it, and that's if you were in. And that was and that was if you were in the prime portion of your of, of that seven year contract. If you were on the back end portion of that seven year contract, then that was completely different. So they they started forcing the money. I also realizing like you know what, why sign a seven year contract when we could where we could where we could be on the where we could be on the market twice within seven years and touch that new money every single time. Because that's because in the day that's what fucked up Pippen is that he locked himself into that low ass money amount and when that money started exploding, guess what? You were at a discount, nigga, and that's what you signed up for. And everybody wanted you, also, but you did it to yourself. Brett screwed Brett. And you, know and you know what else? He also brought his homeboy along. Somebody said you can't do that. You can't. You can't bring, listen, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, 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 what's the damn? I'm tripping. Um, Paul. What, what's, his uh, what's his name? I went to school with him. He, we, 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 we went to the same junior high school. Which Paul? He, he would. Uh -huh. Oh, which Paul? You talking about um, uh, uh, LeBron's like people? Like Chris Paul. Oh. This is his, the, 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 uh, uh, the, I can't. Le LeBron's people? I'm which having Paul? a brain fart. His, his manager, his, uh, his homie. You talking about LeBron's people? Rich Paul? Rich, Rich Paul, yeah, yeah. Rich. Okay. Rich, that's Rich. Right, exactly. Rich. I went to, school. I went to, I went to junior high, after your high school, I mean junior high school with him. I remember him vividly. I, he was he was he wasn't no straight dude, but he was a hustler even then. And so you just you took up a dude that used to sell you fittings and whatever our reason, y'all click and you took this dude all the way with you up to wherever you went. Took all your homeboys with you. Yep, also made them made. And so that right there is his greatness to me. True. That right there is his greatness. And he was, he even he even took up the cocksucker too. Um, um, windbag Brian windbags. Like 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 he yeah. he even brought him out yeah. and, and 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 because yeah. he brought him up he used him his whole career um to 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 mm -hmm. to, to, to drop um defend um, defend his own well, yeah, to, to, yeah. defend his work like to talk to talk about him through the media to def um to defend his honor he also used um 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 cocksucker windbag to um but also basically because of him I'm windbag now is 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 considered is considered a respected journalist in 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 in, in the sports world and he got his job on ESPN. I'm gonna tell you something. Let me tell you something, T. Let me tell you something. He was he was before that he was highly respected in Cleveland. He was on his way doing big things. Was he? LeBron just accentuated. Yeah, he was. He was. It got bad. I'm gonna tell you, it got bad. But he is really good at what he does. Could be before LeBron. He was here. He was a huge statement in Cleveland. He from Cleveland, and so. It was, he was, he was already on his way okay. before that. Um, and Le Le LeBron just pretty much speeded it along. I thought he knew, and, he, wasn't, so, he wasn't in high school with it? Okay, I thought that was somebody he brought in from high school. I always thought Windbag came in through no, high school with him. No, 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 he ain't, okay, he ain't so go to school so with him. He was just a local reporter that, okay. he was just a local reporter that signed LeBron when he came out like in high school. Ain't nobody ah, knew LeBron, okay. LeBron. He was assigned to LeBron had, in high be. school. Okay, okay. <laughs> right, right. I thought, like, I thought, like, I I thought he was like the little high school. I think it was 850. 
it was it was the it was the AM channel, the radio channel here. Okay. He was always on his he's always he was always on his way up because he was they always he was highly touted him as a young guy around new guy young guy on the block. So, um, but either way, Cleveland, this is for you. And to be honest, it's crazy how because he these guys are well rounded. Like typically, they know football, basketball, baseball. They know Brian Whitehurst, and he knows every. You know, I mean, you come. You got to cover, you get a job hot covering basketball, you become like an actual national pundit, you know what I mean, over that. But like he knows different sports too. A lot of these guys, they are diverse, they diversified. They can speak on a lot of different, he, he one of them. So, yeah. Either way, he is a, he is a big writer. Uh, it, it got disgusting after a while. I can, I can only defend him. I can only defend him up to the point to win. You know what, let me let you know that. Yeah, hey, he he like he's he is legit, Man, look. but he's old, okay. Bro, so it's like, it's like you do about his legitness, but he's a dick. <laughs> Got you. The time I, I couldn't defend him is when they when that fan yelling LeBron. Did y'all y'all see that clip of him? The fan yelling at LeBron and 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 Brian Westerhurst yelling back. But what have you done? And like you know what I'm saying, I don't know if you ever seen that clip. No. Somebody like cussing out LeBron or something. LeBron, you suck. You're a dick, right? You ain't winning no shit. Well, what have you done? You never won a championship. He's he's right. Defending them and shit, like I'm like, oh no! See, I'll tell you, that. see, this is why I'm the perfect fan to go to, to go like the perfect fan, like like to go to these kind of things just to have somebody like Brian Winters to try to say some shit like that to me, so I can catch so 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 we could be caught on live camera and I can give him all my accolades that that, that, I, that, that I believe are just up, up there with LeBron James failing all those times to win a championship. <laughs> because I'm sorry, yeah, I, it, didn't, it, it didn't take me that many times to win a soldier the month board, soldier the year board. You know what I mean? Soldier the soldier the quarter board. Like 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 those were easy. You know what I mean? Like 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 those are those are my championships. I got those on my walls too. You know what I mean? So like I like I smacked those out of the park. So I we can read off accolades. Like yeah, I want to catch win bags. <laughs> but no, yeah, he 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 is the biggest LeBron James dick. Like he is just so annoying with it. Like like he he really he really is. And and it's and it and it's so apparent. Like oh god, it's so disgusting. So you know, let's let's ask let's let's go around the room and ask this question. Anybody can answer this that that can hear and want to interact. And that that did not go past me. That I did see we had a. We had somebody from Ghana that was a track athlete that was looking for some support. Well, well, listen. If you want some support, first thing you need to do is is um is possibly call, I'm, I'm hopping to the line, call up and tell the people about yourself. We can't support a stranger or a ghost, but we could support somebody that we know. So if you if, if you're out there and you're still listening, give us a call and we'd like to hear your story. All right. So who do you got? Okay. So you know you know all of the eight teams that are in the plans, right? We have the Lakers taking on the Warriors. We have the Grizzlies taking on the Spurs. We have Boston taking on Washington, and we have Indy taking on Charlotte. I think I think everybody is gonna answer this unanimously. I think we already kind of discussed it. The, the most intriguing matchup is probably be Lakers and Golden State. So, what would be the biggest shocker of this playing tournament to you? The biggest, the biggest shocker, shocker of the tournament in the playing? Yeah. Oh man. I don't. I don't think it'd be as big a shocker. I think the biggest. I can say a biggest satisfaction for me is to watch Curry at the last thirty seconds annihilate the Lakers and solidify his his legend. Because I think skill wise, I think he needs to prove him. This is my thing for Curry. This is a big year for me and Curry because I love Curry, but I didn't. Some I lost respect during that run. That but now he's. 
he's showing his ass like he's supposed to with a lesser team. Showing that I am the alpha male on this team, and I am I am that guy. Like I've I've raised my production, and we made the, we bought the make if we make the playoffs. You know, without Clay, without Wiseman, without you know, with a, with a shell of our team, without Durant, I'm I'm still a barter barter. I'm still gonna make noise. You know what I'm saying? And if he can do that, that'll be that's that'll be the satisfaction I need from Curry to put him up there in the top ten players of all time. You know what I'm saying? Because to be honest, skill wise, he's better than LeBron. You know what I mean? He ain't obviously has not, but skill wise, he's one of the best ever. You know what I mean? At one point, I thought Kyrie was better than him, but but he's proven to be over time. Cause at one point, when before Kyrie got hurt in that finals, that 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 finals that that he um, him and LeBron they faced. I think it's the first time they faced Golden State, which we probably would have beat them. By the way, he got hurt. And before he got hurt, he had 27 points. He was he was playing against him. He had 27 points, seven rebounds, seven assists, and five. Steals and three of them was on Curry. He was cooking. I remember he was in, he was he was in a zone like he was. And and this is when I really settled in. Even by the was here, you know that we want to ring. My 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 hate was solidified when he left, but it was just it was agitated. It like a finger put in the wound when this motherfucker came down that game. We had the game at one game before he got hurt. He took an elbow three pointer fade away at the last second. Didn't even look to get a ball to Kyrie because this is what Kyrie do. It's all known. Before we even Brian came, Kyrie was dubbed his Mr. Fourth Quarter in Cleveland. That was his nickname. He is the most clutch player in the league, like in those moments. Besides now, maybe Luca. Like for years, like his fourth quarter points. Like like I said, like nothing. Like we we've all known about Kyrie. Like you know, even when I even when I give Kyrie his shit, like there's a reason why LeBron James was very comfortable going back to Cleveland. And that was, and that's because right. Kyrie was already putting up Dwayne Wayne like numbers in Cleveland. And, and, he was and so when he hit that, but he was hit. His thing is that he's a clutch shooter. He's he's a, he gonna hit that last shot, this last shot. And so you think LeBron had that year? He get he learned that he made a mistake. I should have gave the ball to Kyrie. I think even that night he knew. Like man, I was so worried about my ego and trying to do it by myself, trying to be Michael Jordan. Kobe, Kobe, but I can't beat him. And so I respect that LeBron. He said I can't beat him, so I'm gonna be myself. But just all I, I and I don't care about as long as they're not comparing LeBron to Kobe and Jordan. I'm okay with LeBron. I still never understood how a, how a, how a, how a, how a six how a six foot eight two hundred and sixty pound pass first floor running big <coughs> man was compared to Jordan first and not Magic. Like I never understood that. Thank you. Like I, I never really Thank, understood but that. But because we talking about the best player ever, though, we, to be honest, but that to be fair, we talking about the best player ever. They trying to dub him, so that's why. But it, so, but it, but it, okay. I mean, but like magic is like shooting for the moon and falling amongst the stars. And then if you could get to Jordan, be like, oh shit, look, he got a he got a jetpack at the last minute and boosted it. Like like if you give people like mm. like you know what I mean like magic, at least you allow them to fall. Like like shit, you give people mm. Jordan, it's like hey, it's win or bust. You know, yeah, you like, but I would have always compared him more to Magic ever. Like, like, like Jordan. I guess they just because they just talk about how great he could be for the game. But game wise, he should have always been compared to Magic, and he should have always been playing the point guard position. That way, that way, the other team could have always had a mismatch. Because I never wondered why 
there wasn't him at six foot eight at the point guard position, somebody else at six foot five, six foot six at the shooting guard position, and then another guy at six foot eight, six foot nine in that small forward position. Who the fuck matches up with you? LeBron James should be should have played his whole entire career backing down fucking Chris Paul in the paint. Backing down mm -hmm. back, even backing down the guy that's in Sacramento. Like he should he should be a fuck he should be a fucking ballroom bully, just fucking punishing motherfuckers in the paint. Like, God damn. But he wasn't. But that's tell you his mentality. He wasn't. He he didn't develop that either. That's always the one thing that was pissed week, me off that, too. Like, that, damn, you supposed to be this supposed to be like the greatest. They always want to call him a point guard. But like Luca came out and run the point initially, <coughs> and he plays and, and he plays that Mark Jackson game with them and puts his and puts his back on them and posts them and lets them feel his weight. That me though, bro. You don't understand how shit vexes me because you was gifted to, to be the the most doggedest. On paper, if I had made somebody so athletically talented, oh god, you would be that guy. You'd be the you you'd be the million dollar man, the, the billion dollar man. Yo, and you I, play like you a fucking point guard. That's I, like Saquon Barkley. Barkley, he's the same. Saquon Barkley is the same. I can't stand him because he want to be Eric Metcalf, Barry Sanders, and you two hundred and thirty five pounds. You squat eight hundred pounds. You trying to you can run away from people and you getting hurt. Get low and fucking yeah and, and keep those legs. But he can't forward. do that, man. He horrible between the kick tackle. He's like Isaiah Crowell, like like. But he's obviously he's better and faster. But that's how Isaiah Crowell was. Like man, he would get the most. Talking about zero calories, like bro, you out here getting all these yards, but you ain't it. When it comes time to, to get two yards on the goal line, we gotta put in another guy. And you 235 pounds. That's crazy. We gotta put in the guy like like that's the only knock I got about um not Cream. Um Saquon. Uh 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 uh, 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 uh who was our starting? Oh huh? Oh, my bad. I thought you were talking about Saquon. Our starting our starting RB. Um Chubb? He got that problem too. Chubb, yeah. He got home run power. But Hunt, we got to put Hunt on the goal line sometimes because he just, it take him a minute. He got to get through that second level to actually be more effective. He need to get an up sting. He don't, he don't come out the gate like he's supposed to. But we got we got to put in Kareem Hunt on the goal line because he just, pop, he got that pop, you know what I'm saying? He got, and he can get in there. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy because one is, you would think it would be the opposite. One is smaller than the other and one is quicker than the other. So you would think that Kareem Hunt would be the big play guy. But Chubb's in them to being a big play guy. Kareem Hunt in to be a short line guy. So, it, but either way, Chubb still he's decent on short. He just ain't what he should be. But he's definitely better than he definitely still at the end of the day good at running between the tackles at any at any level. It's just except in that two yard that goal line. But Saquon is horrible within that goal like that. I'm like, bro, that dude, you just juke the hell out that 185 pound dude. You ain't have to do all of that. You got to sometimes you got to teach them, teach them who they fucking with. You need to choose to no. I'm not about to juke him. I am about to murder you. And then because that's how Jim Brown would do it. That's how Emma Smith, even even Barry at times. You know what I'm saying? We have to you know hit hit you with that stiff arm. Bow. I'm gonna hit you with this. Bow. You know what I mean? So let them know you gotta. But but, but you know. That's the Brian. That's the Brian. He he he's smart though, cause he's gonna play forty years, and that's what his probably objective is to do. Play forty years. He gonna be the Korean. He next. He next. He, I'm gonna like him in the Korean, cause he's gonna play probably till he's forty-five. He might even get seven rings. I ain't gonna lie, cause he gonna just be like Duncan at the end of his career, hop on a couple of teams. He might come back to Cleveland and win the ring for real. 
because his, his, he is his people thinking he going his he not quitting till he's 43 44 years old probably unless he just had no other situation to go to huh huh LeBron? yeah he probably got six seven more years left oh no yeah he wants to play one year with his kid he wants to play at least one i, I i'm gonna tell you this now actually i'm, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna be because you you talking about how, how lebron orchestrates his, his things right his contract his, his contract comes up to the point where um his kid becomes a free agent i guarantee you he not only wants to play one year with his kid i guarantee you he wants to even try to win a ring one year with his kid and that's gonna be the last uh -huh. year he goes all out and then when he gets that one like that's just gonna be like like listen he like he would have just does just done stuff We'll just be able to put it into the record books that he has done stuff in the NF in the NBA that we have never seen before, and right, that's right. Like, and like, is he greater than Jordan? No, but he has done stuff that we've never seen before. But no, but no, that's that, that's, that's gonna be for people. He is. That's what, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to make that argument. Like, ain't nobody ever won a ring with three teams before, maybe even four teams, and had won one with his. Son. That's the shit he is thinking. That's the that stuff. He, that's what he's thinking. Listen, that was the race last year, wasn't it? Between the Clippers and the Lakers, between Kawhi and and LeBron, like, hey, which one of you guys could win, um, could win a championship, um, with three different teams and be the MVP for three different teams? But if he was smart, he would have went to the Clippers and did what he did, cause you know, he would have did it. He, LeBron, LeBron, I don't say his greatness, and like I said, he pretty did. He did what he all he did is he proved that all he needed is the AD, and he kind of went through the Western Conference in the bubble though. Kind of handle it, like he did. It wasn't really hard for him. No, yeah, yeah. But I, even then, even when he was doing, I still lost respect because Jimmy Butler was balling his ass off in that series. He was not only busting their ass, and he was coming back and guard LeBron. While LeBron would, he had AD on a gimp leg, on a get on a bad leg guarding Jimmy Butler. But once again, LeBron knows his weaknesses, and so he he decided to it. Like situate his strengths and and avoid his weaknesses. But also that that's so, what, like that's more in a way because the same way he puts Anthony Davis right, on Jimmy right. Butler because he realizes smart. there's a slight height difference there that he can utilize if he can just keep a slight foot with him slightly. It's the same. It's the same thing he used against bro, Stephen Curry bro, a lot of times. Bro, like if I can give up with Steph Curry and I can use my I can use my physicality and, and, and my little. He wasn't using nothing on Curry though. Who was using that on Curry? LeBron Durant was doing that to him. No, LeBron has done that on Curry though. LeBron did that in Curry um, in their championship. Yeah. Where, yeah, in the championship where they won. He looked LeBron ain't never stopped no Curry, bro. Stop the game. No, no, no. He's been on Curry. He's not yes, about he has. But he ain't stopping. LeBron, LeBron cannot check Curry to say, come on, bro. That's crazy. No, that ain't never, that's never happened. Maybe for one possession. You know what I'm saying? But it, 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 he ain't. LeBron ain't. LeBron yeah, ain't never Yeah, I'm just talking about the same spot. Yeah, oh, yeah, Anthony Davis wasn't checking... Wasn't wasn't checking um Jimmy Butler all game. It was only on spot possessions. Like that's what I was. No, it was in the to. fourth quarter. No, it wasn't. It was the fourth quarters. The fourth quarter period. It was every fourth quarter when they needed somebody to lock Jimmy down. They would use AD. But the point is, I'm trying to make you. He 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 sprained his ankle. He had a severe ankle sprain, and he he they he put still put that like all right, AD, I got him. No, if you're LeBron, you got it. And then Jimmy Butler came down. It's that's easy work. Now it's already hard as hell to. This is, this is Jimmy Buckets. Like he, like he if for real, is like a, a besides him, him and Kyrie is probably the best class players in the league. Like in that I moment, can guard him and he can't guard. I mean, now Durant, 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 Durant now. 
what I'm saying? Like, right, right. You can't get no better than that. Like, I, you can't. Luca become. Well, I'm sorry, Luca. Luca now is becoming one of those guys. Luca is Jimmy Butler. But other than that, is Jimmy Butler your most respected player in the league? Easily. Who? Because he's he's cut straight from the old school. I think so too for me because. Jimmy Butler, I, and I'm gonna tell you why I realize I, I think I really, really, really respect Jimmy Butler because even though he plays for the Miami Heat, I have really a hard time saying anything bad about Jimmy Butler. Man, and, and he's it's, he's great to listen to post game conference. He played the game the way you should it should be to play. He got killed because these divas tried to run him out of town in Minnesota. Well, he probably did that on purpose just so he can get the hell out of that situation. Which we can see after he left each situation he was in. You can see that that get, did not get no better. Mm-hmm. And we're in the last two minutes of the, of the podcast. <clears throat> and something that we mentioned here on the podcast before in the past, it also puts a black eye on Carl Anthony Towns and them boys. Uh, and let you know, realize that especially with what's going on with New York, that, hey, you guys couldn't handle Jimmy Butler and Tom Thibodeau. Look what they do everywhere they go. You guys are soft. And after they leave, right, right. After after we leave you, we successful. We successful. And on top of that, even with Philly, though. Even Philly, too. They said he was a problem in fit. All these places he was at in Chicago, he's, but he go to Miami and he actually becomes the leader of a squad and see what he do. He went to the damn championship. Easy. So we was talk, we call him Jimmy Butler crazy. What you doing, Jimmy Butler? You ain't got nobody in Miami. What the fuck is you? You're crazy. He like, you know what? I'm Pat Riley's a genius. I'm gonna just chill out. Said, no, we need you to come here just for one. You know, we know you great. And now who don't want to join Miami? And just watch this free agency. Watch right. people slipping. But watch this free agency. Watch. Watch Miami. Pat Riley, a motherfucker. Blue Chew. Blue Chew, y'all. Blue Chew. I tried. <laughs> Blue Chew. <laughs> Promo code EVBT. Thank you, everybody. Listen to the podcast. We're about to get ready to get out of here. Next podcast, 807, Wednesday night. We'll have three drunk uncles in the building. We'll see how these playing games have been going on. challenge with Podbean Live. Sue's made it. Always knew I'd take the Sue's been there. left out. Just a lot later. See if LeBron can swim amongst the sharks. Last of the real gabbers. New York, baby. Well, we did yeah, it. Yeah, Knicks yeah. are back. The Knicks are back, baby. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. 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 Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My T. Sports. Yo, I've been up in here this whole time, yo. Bring that shit down, man. So people can stop looking at me. Like, I ain't even, I ain't even for all this. You know what I mean? Got me all on camera and shit. Like, you wildin', B. You wildin'. Drop that curtain. 